You are listening to Justice for All, a podcast brought to you by the law offices of Scarpello and Latour. Each week, our experts provide insight on topics involving the law, entertainment, and sports. And now, without further ado, put your hands together for the host of Justice for All, Josh Scarpello and Pierre Latour. Thank you and welcome to Justice for All. My name is Josh Scarpello and I am alongside super lawyer Pierre Latour. Pierre and I are both former prosecutors in Philadelphia. In 2008, we joined forces to form the law firm of Scarpello and Latour, located in the cradle of liberty, Philadelphia, PA. We represent clients throughout Pennsylvania and New Jersey in various legal matters concerning both civil and criminal law. This podcast will discuss certain topics in the law, and Pierre and I will offer our expertise and insight. But remember, every case is unique. If you have a question for Pierre or I, the best place to start is by emailing us your question to phillybestdefense.com. Today's show is about a topic involving criminal law. How many of you recognize this sound? That's a police siren wailing behind you, and those flashing lights are meant for you. Pierre, what happens when a police officer pulls you over? What rights do you have? Well, this is a situation that a lot of our clients encounter. Um, it's actually one of the easiest ways for the police to get involved in your life. I think almost everybody here has been, at some point in their life, stopped by the police for either speeding or running a red light or, or failure to, to use a turn signal. Um, and I also point out there are a number of times in which the police will simply make up an excuse to pull you over. But for, for purposes of this exercise... We're assuming the police have pulled you over legally, which means they have they claim that you have not used a turn signal or, or run a stop sign. So what happens next? Well, in, in these situations, the police are going to approach your vehicle. They're going to ask you to roll down the window. You're familiar now. They'll usually say license and registration. Um, at this point, you have to understand what the officer is already doing is looking around and trying to gain information, evidence, or facts that would probably help him support search of your vehicle. Um, the easiest way, and we see this happen a lot, is for the officer simply to ask you, right? And I think more and more, Josh, I think you've seen this too, the officers now almost routinely will say to the to the person driving the vehicle, do you have any drugs or weapons that I should be aware of in the vehicle? Right. That happens quite a bit to our clients. We've, we've represented a number of people in that scenario. So let's Let's recap and talk a little bit about the law. You've been pulled over. The police officer comes up to your window. He asks for license and registration. Question, Pierre, can he get you out of the car in, in Pennsylvania? Yes, he can. Um, according to a case, it's an old case, I think, Commonwealth versus Whitmire, once the police have observed a valid traffic violation, not only are they allowed to stop you and ask you for information concerning your license and registration, they may order you and the passengers out of the vehicle. 
It's important to know, however, it does not, at this point, give them the right to search your vehicle, that's, right? That's true. That's true. Now, and again, the law in that area, now this is the law in Pennsylvania as well as the entire United States, the law presumes under the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution that uh, law enforcement officers, police officers, can't search your private areas like your automobile or your home without a search warrant. How do you obtain a search warrant? You gain information uh, and take that information to a judge and ask the judge uh, for the reasons that we state. We think we want to search uh, Pierre's car or Josh's home because there may we believe we have probable cause to believe that there'll be evidence there. What we're talking about here, though, is a, is a scenario where you're on the side of the road and the police officer doesn't do that. It doesn't follow that procedure. And that happens a lot. So they're looking for an exception to the search warrant rule, a reason to get into your car. And the first exception uh, that comes to the top of the list will be consent. So you should be careful when you're out there when police officers are asking you questions, Pierre. Like, certainly they, it's, it, it's permissible to ask for license and registration. But what do you do if somebody's, if a police officer says, uh, can I search your car without a warrant? I think the easy answer is you politely say no. You have no reason to. Even if you have nothing to hide, there is no good reason ever to allow a police officer to search your vehicle, especially for no reason, especially if they've only pulled you over for a traffic offense. So rule number one, if the officer says, there's anything that I should know about in the, in the vehicle, you should be like, well, I mean, they're not answering that question, or the answer is no. If he asks you, well, may I have permission to search your vehicle, the answer should also be no. And no. I should also point out here, too, uh, the other, uh, the second rule, too, Josh pointed out, rule number one is that if, if the police get your consent, then they don't need probable cause, and they certainly don't need a warrant. The number two exception is going to be what's called plain view. So what the law understands is that if the officer is in a legal position to observe something which is contraband, and by contraband I mean drugs or a weapon or something like that, if he can see it from where he is, such as standing outside your vehicle, he's allowed to go in and get that item and it can be used against you. So, and again, this has happened, if you get pulled over and you have a bale of marijuana in your back seat and the officer clearly sees it, you're not going to be able to go to court later on and say, well, wait a minute, he searched my car. Well, because the officer's going to say, judge, I saw a bale of marijuana or there was a gun on the passenger seat and that's why I went into the car and grabbed that contraband. Now, um, without either of those two exceptions, right, without your permission or without um, a plain view issue, you are still going to encounter, because we get it all the time, right. situations in which the police are still going to order you out of the vehicle and then search your vehicle, and then they might find something incriminating. So let's let's so Josh, take us to the next step now of you know what as lawyers, right? If you're if you're if this happens to you, the first thing you want is to get a very good lawyer who specializes in criminal defense. Um, who knows exactly what to do with these types of situations. So, Josh, what's the first thing that happens after you've been arrested and charged now and this is going to go to court? Yeah, you know, the uh, what people need to understand is it, there's when you're out on the street, there's very little you can do in a scenario with a police officer to defend yourself other than be polite and and stand up for yourself. Don't just roll over and say you can, I give you consent to search because the issue of whether that was a legal search is something that will be decided in court. Now, when I say a legal search, I mean under the United States Constitution, 
United States Supreme Court uh, case law has said that when police officers violate the Constitution, when they search you without a valid search warrant and without an exception to the search warrant rule and without probable cause to search, then you can complain about that before your trial and ask a judge that is presiding over your trial to suppress, or in other words, to keep out the evidence of that crime. That's what they call the exclusionary rule. It's a rule that was handed down by the courts um, for these scenarios, which happen hundreds of times a day all over the country. There's all kinds of encounters out there, but you're not going to get the relief that you're hoping for out on the street. When you're arrested and uh, police have seized contraband, whether it be drugs or guns from your car, before you go to trial, a criminal defense attorney like Scarpello and Latour will file a motion to suppress, or in other words, to keep out that evidence. What happens is the police officer that searched the car prior to going to trial is brought before the judge. You then can question the judge, you question that police officer as to the reasons why he searched your car, your house, without a search warrant. As you can expect, these decisions are very fact-dependent, meaning the police officer, what he sees when he, you know, and where he is when he sees them. Every case may be a little bit different, and that's why it's important to kind of know your rights when you're out there in your car so that you don't volunteer anything like a statement or give a police officer consent which, if you did, may make it impossible for you to keep that illegally searched and obtained evidence out from your trial. So if you're arrested and, you, and, and say, a police officer finds guns or drugs in your car, hire a good attorney like Scarpello and Latour and have them file a motion to suppress that evidence. You may very well um, find that, depending on the facts of your specific case, Police officers may have overstepped their bounds, and the law says that when they do in certain scenarios, the penalty for overstepping those bounds is the exclusion of that evidence, and what that means is you win. Right. If, if the gun doesn't come in, you win the case. And, and another point, too, even before you get to the motion to suppress, in, in Pennsylvania, under the law, everybody who is arrested and charged is entitled to what's known as a preliminary hearing, and at a preliminary hearing, especially in the larger cities like Philadelphia and like Pittsburgh— these police officers have to come in and testify under oath and be subject to cross-examination. And that's very important because even though you're not going to get evidence suppressed at a preliminary hearing, you're really laying the groundwork. Right. Because a lot of times, as you well know, we can catch these officers either misstating what actually happened at the car stop or flat-out lying. We don't know because... Um, what the officer has to be able to do later on is the government has to use his testimony to show that the officer, when they searched the car without a warrant, had probable cause to do so. Um, and what will police officers say to establish probable cause? Now, let us let me jump in there. What is probable cause? That's a fancy legal term. Can yeah, you... I mean, probable cause essentially means, you know, is it... Is... Well, let me ask you this way. Is it the same standard at a trial, proof beyond a reasonable doubt? No, no. It's much, much lower than that. Probable cause just basically means, you know... Is, is is it more likely than not that the officer observed something that would lead him to believe that either a crime was committed or there was some type of illegal activity taking place or contraband present? 
Um, so it's a lower standard than the ultimate standard of, of a verdict proof. Right, and it's not doubt. like a it's not like a bright line standard either. Too, it's you know courts have interpreted it different ways. That's why, as you said before, it's very fact specific. Right. That's why it's really important to have an attorney who knows what he's doing to cross examine that officer to really flesh out and get the officer to state on the record what exactly were your reasons before you searched the vehicle. And a lot of times you'll get cops who aren't that smart or cops that are like, you know, maybe a little bit crooked or not playing, you know, exactly by the rules, and you'll catch them. And what they'll basically say in so many words is, well, I had a hunch, right? And probable cause is not a hunch. Probable cause is stronger than a hunch. So, you know, cops will say, well... He, the, the, the driver was acting nervous or the driver of the vehicle was making furtive movements or I could smell an odor of, al- of alcohol or an or odor marijuana. of marijuana, yeah. right? And those are enough reasons for me to search the vehicle. Is it? Well, it depends, really. I mean, it, it's there's a phrase that gets thrown around a lot in the courts called totality of the circumstances, right? right? And so what a court is supposed to do is to look at everything the officer observed and to say, to look through the mind of a reasonable officer and say, based upon what the officer knew at the time he conducted the search, did he have probable cause? And again, a lot of these police officers, they're not trained in the law. They're trained in law enforcement. Their goal in their mind is to get contraband off the street right a lot of them don't even really even care if they do it illegally and the case gets thrown out you obviously care and we at scarpel and latour certainly care and want to make sure that evidence is thrown out but the police may not and that leads to a lot of mistakes and a lot of overzealous law enforcement which ultimately can mean that if they're sloppy or dumb and you have a good lawyer like somebody at Scarpello and latour you're going to win your case right so let's recap um automobile stops You've been pulled over. A uh, police officer comes through your side window. He has a right to ask you to step out of your car in almost every scenario, but he doesn't have a right to search your car without a warrant. Police officers, however, will look for exceptions to the search warrant rule, and we've named three of them during this segment today. Consent, what they call plain view, meaning that they could from where a police officer was legally standing, he could see evidence of a crime in front of him. In that scenario, he doesn't have to wait for a warrant. He can just go in and pick up that gun that he sees on the back seat. And and another common um, exception that police officers uh, use in court around here is plain smell, meaning they the, the windows went the windows rolled down and we could smell either the odor odor of alcohol or the strong odor of recently smoked marijuana. Um, those can be areas where the police officers don't have to get a search warrant. Now, ultimately, a judge will decide that in your case, but some free advice from Scarpello and Latour, don't carry anything illegal in your car, don't carry your contraband out on your front seat, and if you do have uh, an interaction with police officers, remember, be courteous, be polite, but stand up for yourselves. They do have a right to get you out of the car, but they do not have a right to go into your car and search. You may you may feel helpless while you're standing out there, but remember your rights. Don't volunteer any information. And if you are arrested and charged with a crime, immediately, immediately call Scarpello and Latour and discuss your case with us for free. That's at 215-732-0460 or find us on the web at www. 
phillybestdefense.com. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y bestdefense.com. 